to another podcast from Age Defying Careers. My name is Elise Stevens, and today I have the fantastic Mel Kettle, who's a social media strategist and helps organizations and people with their social media branding. Hello, Mel. Hey, Elise, how are you? I'm fantastic. Now, Mel, we're going to be talking about why having a social media brand is important for women over 40. I've talked to some of my friends, and they're like, Social media? Why do I need social media? But, Mel, Why is it important for women over 40 to have a good social media brand? I think it depends on what you want to do. So if you're happy with your life as it is and you don't really need it to change or want it to change, then maybe you don't need to have a social media presence other than keeping up with your kids and your your friends and your relatives. But if you're professional and you want to continue to advance your career or have more professional and personal life opportunities, then social media is a fantastic way to get people to know who you are so that they can find you when those opportunities arise. To give you an example, I've been really active on Twitter for a long time and I started it for fun. When I first started social media, I just, I couldn't see the business use of it. I was all about following people who I liked and following my friends and finding out what they were up to. So I jumped onto Twitter about probably eight or nine years ago and couldn't believe the business opportunities that it presented as well as the personal opportunities. So to give you some examples, within probably, oh, well, within three months, I was invited to speak at a conference on the importance of social media for business, which I thought was hysterical because all I was doing was tweeting what I'd been having for breakfast. But it's a great way of people finding out who you are, what your interests are, and getting to know you. So I think we know that people do business with people they know, like, and trust. And it's just a lot easier to get to know people if they're on social media. I agree with you. And I think that it's what you said. If it's important to you to have a a strong professional brand, then social media is important. But if it's not, then don't worry about it. It's not for you. That's right. If you've got a hobby that you'd like to learn more about, or if you'd like to be known as being somebody who's in a particular interest group or space or community, again, social media is great for that as well. So I um, wrote a food blog for a long time and was very active on social media promoting that and promoting my love of food and cooking. And as a consequence, I was invited to a small gathering to meet Maggie Beer a few years ago. And I love Maggie Beer and have loved her for years and years and years. And the only reason I was invited was because the person who invited me knew that I was really into food and cooking and that I was a fan of hers because I talked about her on social media. And when we talk about social media, we're also talking about things like Facebook and LinkedIn. And Yes, we are. And, Link- and also, sorry, things like blogging, Instagram, Snapchat. There's lots of different social media platforms that you can be a part of. You know, I love Instagram. I love the visual nature of it. And there is a role for it to in professional services as well. And I think it's just starting to take off for that, which is great. LinkedIn is such a great way to expand your network and to find other like-minded people but also because it's got that great post ability that you can blog without having to have the infrastructure of a blog. Yes that's one of my favorite features of LinkedIn. It's a great way that you can show your expertise to people who are either potential clients or your industry peers. Which leads us on to our next question which is about what are some of the simple things that women can do 
to build their social media brand because it's not all about having to go to the expense of having a website and or a blog. There are very simple things that you can do. That's right. The first thing is to sign up, like choose which social media platform you want to be using and sign up to it. There's lots of different options and I certainly don't suggest that you have a presence on every platform, even though um, it might be tempting at first. It's quite overwhelming. It can be quite overwhelming if you haven't got experience in social media to, to make that decision and to look at what your options are. So have a think about what do you want to get out of it? Do you want to make professional contacts or do you want to use it for more of a hobby or an interest? And if you're wanting it for a professional contacts and to grow your business or for career opportunity and progression, then definitely look at LinkedIn. And starting right from the start, fill in the profile and the bio that you get and make it as complete as possible with the amount of space you have. So your Twitter bio, you get 140 characters. Your Instagram bio, you get 160 characters. LinkedIn, you can put your whole CV on there if you want to and definitely pick out the highlights of your career. But also make sure you say, make it clear as to what are you looking for? Why are you on LinkedIn? What are the kinds of people you want to meet? What are the sorts of opportunities that you're looking for? And then have a photo that shows you looking professional. It doesn't need to be a professional photo taken by a professional photographer, but it does need to be something that reflects your personality and who you are. I so agree with you about the photo. That was going to be my top tip as well. Have a Mm. good photo because people do, I'm as guilty as anyone about looking at people's photos and thinking, oh, I'm not sure about that person. Well, People are visual. 65% of the population learn through visual learning. And so all of those people, the first thing that they're going to gravitate to on LinkedIn in particular is your photo because it's the only visual thing on the page. So if you don't have a good photo that reflects who you are, then you're not going to be attracting people who you might want to be attracting. By that, I mean Don't have a photo on LinkedIn of you with your husband. Don't have a photo of you with your kids. Don't have a photo of your kids because it's all about you. LinkedIn is about you and your career and your career advancement. Don't have a photo of you with a glass of wine in your hand unless you work for a winery. Think about what you look for in people that you do business with and have a photo that reflects that. We'll focus on LinkedIn just as an example because I think that it's a bit easier because it's got its posting functionality. I've gone in, I've created my profile and what should I start putting in my newsfeed? What should I start posting about? There's lots of ways you can post on LinkedIn. Again, it's professional. So don't post family and friends posts. Like It's not Facebook, even though it has similar functionality to Facebook. Post things like articles that you've read that might be of interest to people in your profession. Share other people's content. Share, you know, if you've written a blog post or if you've written an article or if you've got strong thoughts on something that's newsworthy from a professional capacity, then share that. It's spending a bit of time and thinking about the image you want to portray as we've talked about and finding articles of There's such great content out there, even if you don't want to develop your own, but being known as someone who provides great content is also a great way to build your profile. Oh, that's an excellent way to build your profile. Yeah. I think the other thing that's important to remember on LinkedIn is you want to make sure with LinkedIn, as with all of the social channels, that you are yourself. Don't try and be somebody or something that you're not. 
use your own voice when you're conversing and when you're communicating and when you're sharing status updates and stick to your values. One thing that I'm really firm about is I don't swear on social media. I swear my head off at home and when I've got friends around, but I never swear. Like, oh, you will never see me drop the F-bomb on Twitter or Facebook or LinkedIn ever because that's just not the image that I want to portray, regardless of how many times I might use it at home. So think about what's important to you and how do you want to be portrayed and then be consistent with that across every platform that you're on. Don't have one persona for LinkedIn and one persona for Facebook and one persona for Instagram because some people will follow all of you on all of those platforms and will see the massive disconnect if you're not consistent across all of them. Women over 40 can sometimes be afraid of social media. How can we overcome our fears of using social media? I think it depends a little bit on what that fear is. If you're fearful of looking like an idiot, everybody does at some stage. And I think it's important to remember that most people are so concerned about not looking stupid that they don't notice when other people do. (laughs) I also think that if you're really scared of it or if you're really worried about it, then start an account in a different name and make, and, you know, don't show your picture and just have a practice and a play. And then when you're confident, put an account up with your own name, with your own photo. That's a good one. I went to a conference and I was participating in the Twitter feed, like retweeting things, taking pictures, all that kind of stuff. And I can remember the the first time my Twitter handle came up on the screen because they had a Twitter feed. It was like, oh, yeah. oh my God, they're going to think, they're going to think something. I can't remember exactly what I thought was going to happen. And then it, but it was so, it was like, oh my God, that's me. I'm on, I'm, <laughs> I'm on a screen. Oh my God. What if they think that what I write is rubbish? <laughs> well, obviously somebody thought it was good enough to put it on the screen. So you can't think that way. And, you know, everybody posts rubbish at times. It's just the important thing is that you know your values and you know your boundaries and you stick to them. And by knowing your boundaries, I mean know how much of your professional, sorry, of your personal life you're prepared to share. And some people are happy to share everything and some people are happy to share very, very little. Know what your boundaries are and stick to them. And then you can't go wrong, I don't think. Oh, I agree with you. I think you find a balance. Mm. I definitely do. And and the balance differs with everybody, but you you don't need to, you can't worry about what other people share. You only need to be worried about what you share. And I think that one of the other things is that you can't compare yourself to other people. I was about to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we Comparisonitis. <laughs> yeah. Comparisonitis is a curse and everybody goes through it, but you just have to think about compare yourself to yourself. Don't compare yourself to, particularly with numbers, don't compare yourself to somebody who's got 10,000 followers if you've only got 10, especially if you've only just started on a channel. Think about who you are and what you are and what you stand for and be generous with your knowledge and add value to other people. And that's what will help you have greater social media success. I like that. So Mel, what's your top tip for improving your social media brand? Uh, be yourself, be authentic. I love the Oscar Wilde quote where he said, be yourself, everyone else is taken. And I think that's just so true on social media. That's a fantastic top tip. Thanks. I love it. Thanks. Thanks. Can I just add as well yeah. a couple of things we haven't talked about? It's really important with social media that you don't make it all about you. So don't just talk, but 
you know, social media is social. So have, a, have conversations with people. If there's people who you want to meet, then introduce yourself to them. Twitter is fantastic for that. I cannot tell you how many amazing people I've had Twitter conversations with because I said hello or because I said I read their book or because I said I liked an article that they wrote or because I commented on something that they shared. I've had conversations with industry leaders in my space. I've had conversations with some of the world's best chefs because I just said to them, you know, I ate at your restaurant and I loved it or I bought your cookbook and I made this or here's a photo of me attempting to make this meal of yours. And Jamie Oliver once re-Instagrammed something that I cooked out of one of his cookbooks. And I just thought, wow, that would never happen. But it did. So just, you know, have conversations with people and Share, share your experiences and don't be afraid to just say hello to people because everybody's equal in social media world. Look, I agree. I think that when people write good articles on LinkedIn, I always comment on them. Yes. Because if someone's gone to the trouble of writing something that's interesting and relevant to what I'm doing or that interests me, I always like to put a comment in there to say, oh, you know, I thought this was a great article. Because when you're writing articles a lot of the time and you're not getting any feedback, it's like, am I doing this in like this black hole? I know. I get the biggest thrill when someone emails me in response to a newsletter that I've sent out or when somebody comments on a blog post or an article that I've written. It's just like that that just makes my day because I put a lot of effort into what I produce and when someone acknowledges that, it's just the greatest pat on the back. It makes me think, okay, I can do another one now. I'll continue with this because it's not just going out there into nowhere world. Oh, I'm the same. You do get a buzz Mm. out of it. Yeah, yeah. Did you have anything else, any other points to cover, Mel? I think the main things are sign up to something, choose a social media platform that you'd like to be on and, you know, have a play with a couple of them until you find the one you like. Like I love Twitter and I love Instagram And I spend quite a lot of time on those platforms and I'm starting to spend a lot more time on LinkedIn because I know that it's a valuable channel from a professional perspective. Be generous with your knowledge. So participate in groups, participate, comment on other people's content and share, you know, share what you know so that people will get to know you as an expert in your area. Ask questions and answer other people's questions, even if it's a question along the lines of, I'm new to Brisbane, where should I go for lunch today? I've got half an hour, I'm at South Bank. Things like that help build relationships. Don't think that relationship building is all about the professional. It's the strongest relationships that I've built, or sorry, the strongest professional relationships that I've built on social media started out with conversations around how I wasn't coping with the heat in the Brisbane summer, or I'm really jet lagged from a trip that I've just come back from, or I don't know what to have for dinner tonight. So it's not the professional relationships that, it's not the relationships that start out, well, most relationships are personal. That's what I'm trying to say in a very, um, (laughs) not very clever way. But be authentic and be yourself is what I'm trying to say. And they're good top tips, Mm. Mel. And my top tip is just do it. (laughs) Yeah. If it's important. Yeah, I agree. If it's important, do it. Trial, try something. If it doesn't work, try something else. But yeah, just give it a go. And don't be afraid of making a mistake because everybody makes mistakes on social media. It's just picking yourself up and doing it again. 
Most definitely. I can relate to that, Mel. (laughs) I think we all can. Well, Mel, thank you very much for your time today. Thanks, Elise. It was good to chat. That ends another podcast from Age Defying Careers.